One Team Media. I just have a very hard time expressing my emotions and I can't stop from yelling. So I'm very sorry. I don't mean to offend you, but I'm not going to stop yelling. Eat it nation, baby. I'm in a good mood to podcast tonight, boys. Talking about Lynn Bowden right now, so why the hell do I care about Anaya Smith right now? Because I have an opinion and I said it. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to Heated Agreement. I'm Jorfi, joined today by Woody, James, and Gandy will be with us shortly. We've got a loaded show for y'all today. Uh, it's a little bit more depressing and sad than it normally is after a, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, a shitty performance in Dallas by the Aggies this weekend. Woody, what was uh, what, what was one, one word or one sentence to describe how you're feeling after that game? Worst. Offensive play calling Jimbo has ever had since he's been here at AM. James, what about you? Uh confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Can I can I explain? I, I'm confused because after in the inter post-game interview with Jimbo, they asked him how we why how come we didn't take deep shots? He how come we because, didn't run the fucking ball? He said because they were in two high safeties and they were forcing us to take the underneath stuff. But we didn't take the underneath stuff, and we could have that means you should have ran the ball, and we just didn't run the ball. Isaiah Spiller averaged over seven yards a carry. I know he had a 67-yard touchdown. But take that out, he still averaged over five. So he had the 67-yard touchdown, and then we you know, we ran the ball for eight yards on the first play of our next drive. And me and Woody looked at each other and said, if we run the ball, if we throw the ball again, I'm going to be pissed because they're not stopping it right now. We immediately threw the ball four times and had to punt. And, yeah. and he didn't get another touch the rest of the game. Yep. Nope. And even hey, excuse me. And even Allchain had good numbers. Four point six yards per carry. Yeah, Con- considering what we've done this season, they both had good performances. He had five carries. It, it yeah. felt like it, the run didn't work great in the first half. It was okay, but we never committed to it, so it's hard to know. Well, the and first half was a had, lot of our running back talent. Those guys. I don't know if y- y'all were James and Woody were in the stadium. I was at home watching it. Those guys were making incredible moves in the backfield and at the line of scrimmage to get three yards of carry. Then let them keep doing it. A&M no, no, two, yeah, I agree. Two I agree. rushes for zero or negative yards in the entire game. No, I I agree. And then we'll get into this in a second. But those just opening remarks right there. Because there was, you know, just not A&M. There was a lot that went on this weekend in college football. Six ranked teams lost. And then Auburn, Michigan State, Iowa, and OU all looked like – they just look like garbage. Auburn had to sub in TJ Finley and get a fourth quarter drive to beat Georgia State. They were losing the entire game. Michigan State had to go to overtime to defeat sorry Nebraska. Iowa was trailing or tied with Colorado State, one of the worst teams in the FBS right now. And they didn't pull away till late in the third or fourth quarter. They only, only won it by 10. And then Oklahoma – should have lost. They were going to lose if West Virginia did not shit their pants. They literally shit their pants. I mean, they outplayed them 99% of the game, and that 1% was anytime they got inside the 10-yard line. Here's what we learned about those four teams. They are who we thought they were. I think OU's worse than I thought they were. I don't. 
they haven't played well all year. Iowa's getting pumped up for beating two subpar teams. Michigan State, they they're a middle of the road average team, just like Nebraska. Nebraska's worse, obviously. And then who else did you list? Auburn. Oh fuck! You mean Bo Nix didn't play well? Who saw that coming? Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone saw that coming. The the Auburn team, and I feel like most Auburn fans knew it was fool's gold. You're always going to have people drinking the Kool-Aid too much, but Auburn fans knew that those 200 points they scored in the first two games were not indicative of the team they had. Shit happens every year. Bo Nix yeah. looks like a world beater, and then he gets happy feet in the pocket as soon as something happens, as soon as he faces a good team, and he looks like shit after that. I, I think the thing about Auburn's game last weekend that really caught a lot of people off guard was how terrible the defense was against a team like that. Um the offense we knew was a mess, but I think Auburn is worse than I thought they were, and I did not think they were going to finish above sixth in the West. I and think I they think are worse. That's I last. Think, no, that's second to last. Oh, I think they above sixth. They are what we thought they were. They they are. Hold on one second. They yeah. are a f- six win team. They're they're going to find a few SEC wins, but not many. Um, they'll have three non-conference wins, and they'll beat – they'll find a win, a two wins. Who do they play from the East? Auburn uh, and – No, they don't play Auburn. They are Auburn. I mean, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> they play Georgia and uh, – oh, man, I knew this one. They're not beating Georgia. They're not beating um, Alabama. They're not beating – shit, I don't think they're beating Arkansas. Well, they play us after King comes back, right? No, yes, they, we yes. play. No, wait, we play them in October or November. Um, if we have Haynes King, they're not beating us. They're, if, if our if if Layden Robinson is healthy, we, we I'll play them November eleventh. Yeah, so we will. They're not beating us. Um, they could beat LSU. That's a coin flip for me. I have no idea who's winning that game. Okay, so I'm gonna steal this one from J Boy. How? chaotic is Tiger Stadium going to be if T.J. Finley's the starter this weekend? Because right now, Bo Nix is listed as the starter, but you never know with that stuff. That means nothing. Right. No, that's what I get at. Uh, what I want to see is Finley go in there and win. That yeah. would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Woody, to catch you up, I said – I stole this one from J-Boy Show. How chaotic is Tiger Stadium going to be if T.J. Finley's the starter on Saturday? I mean, I feel – I don't know. LSU didn't want him either. It's it's no, like – No, no not, as, not as in a we hate this guy, but, you know, you – I mean, it'd be just like us when Starkle went and played for Arkansas, right? If he yeah. would have went in there and lit our asses up, we would have been pissed. Right. That's what I'm saying. Think we, how know what, we know what TJ Finley is. He sucks. Think how funny that'll be if he goes goes in there yeah. and lights their ass. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it'd be hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I think uh, Auburn wins the game just because they're a better all-around team. Auburn Auburn has – I think better is the wrong word. They're not as bad as LSU is what you should have said. Which is better. Does, does Auburn win any – Positives when talking about either of these teams right now. 
Does Auburn win any of Georgia, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Alabama? Hell no. Okay. And then I think we can all agree that them LSU is a coin flip at best for them. Yeah, it's a pick them. Um, then they get us, Miss State, and South Carolina. They'll beat South Carolina. Yes. Should. They should beat Miss State. Should. If they get the coin flip against LSU and they beat Miss State and South Carolina, that's still only a that's still only a six win team. Yeah. I mean that's A and M will get them A and M will get them when um Haynes King is back, so they'll yes. be fucked. Yeah, that's what we were saying. So a six win team, that's what we thought Auburn was. Exactly. I what did I say at the beginning of this? All those teams are who we thought they were. The problem was Auburn bought into the hype and thought they were, I don't know, a top 20 team for some reason. No, they are who we thought they were. Yeah. Hey, j- just to get everybody caught up, Gandy just popped in the chat. Gandy, what is one word or one sentence of how you're feeling after that game last weekend? One word. Limited out. Fuck. Or one sentence. <laughs> Bag limited on doves. That's how he feels. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's one word. You can you can give us a sentence. What what is your just quick thoughts on it? Shitty. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Shitty man. We, and then we were then we were talking talking about how there were six ranked teams lost, and then Auburn, Michigan State, Iowa, and all and Oklahoma all looked like crap this weekend. Yeah, it's just so like leading up to that game, all my buddies from Alabama and Mississippi were just eating. You know, I had a lot of bets with them. And they were just, you know, just constantly telling me AM's about to get skull drug, AM's nothing this year, yada, yada, yada. And then I give two kids lessons, and both of them are committed to Arkansas. Oh, oh fuck. And so I have just been wearing. <laughs> <laughs> you would have I mean, at, le- at least the Mississippi State guys, at least the Mississippi State guys, I, every time they say something, I'm like, how are y'all doing this year? Yeah. They so. shut up. They're like Mike, Mike Leach is the answer. Not oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not this year, he ain't. Yeah. Speaking no, of yeah, Mike Leach, they say it sarcastically. Speaking of Mike Leach, the curse is real. The curse is real. Yeah. Are you watching this game? Thirty-five. Seventy thirty-five. The Texas Texas Tech game. Yeah. How the yeah. fuck do you give up <laughs> seventy points to that uh, that Texas offense? Yeah, and my dumbass two in the first half. Dude, my, my dumbass bet the over in that game, and I put, accidentally put it in. I was just clicking it. It went in three times. <laughs> I've so done I, that ca- I cashed out 115 three times on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that one before. That's not a dumbass move. That's a stroke of genius no. right there. It, but it was my dumbass that did that. If they <laughs> if it wouldn't have went over, it would have been a real dumbass man. If you don't take the over, if you don't take the over in the Texas Texas Tech game, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Right. We have no, twelve no, years yeah. of fucking proof that that game is going over whatever line they put it at. Yeah, whatever until, line. They, they put until it. they start, opening I don't give it a shit. Seven, until they start opening it at seventy six or something like that. Over. I I would still take it, but that's. <laughs> yeah. Anything under, I had this conversation with somebody at the tailgate this weekend. Anything under 80, I'm hammering every yeah. time until they prove me wrong. Have y'all already talked about Rattler? No, we're about to. No, get not him. yet. So, so I, I, cause I hadn't, I didn't even see the game. I watched it today at work. The dude makes some dumbass throws. I'll say oh, that. yeah. Well, he keeps trying to force things. And we're just going to go ahead and get into it. Spencer Rattler, 
and the OU offense. They, I mean, I think the final score was 16 to 13. Um, they just looked pitiful on offense the majority yeah, of the good. game against the West Virginia defense. That didn't they give up like 20 something to Virginia Tech last week? Yeah. And then, like, it's not, it's kind of, this is a stupid stat, but if you watch the game, a couple of the, the few, like, out of the five or four big catches they had, I bet three of them were forced balls that were lucky ass catches. That, oh, yeah. that like you said, he just straight up forced it and they shouldn't have caught it. Mm-hmm. And, and they talked about it on game day. They talked about it before the game about how they've, everybody has figured out to let the running back do whatever because Spencer Rattler won't check it down. Force them to go the length of the field because he's trying to hit the home run ball and you just double coverage or whoever. I don't remember who the leading receiver for them is, but you just focus on the guys, the deep threats and let them run everything underneath. And he won't, he won't check it down. He's going to try to force it down and and make the big play. And it's just not there. Yeah. And you would think he would run a little bit more. Yeah. You would think so too. But as, as he's coming off the field, they start to they they the booze came later, but the student section then eventually got to the whole stadium, started chanting, "We want Caleb," which is Caleb Williams, the number one dual threat quarterback from I think last year's class. He's a true freshman. They wanted him to come in and repa- replace Spencer Rattler. And that on the day of when it happened, my initial rep- opinion was that's a shitty thing to do. But then I realized with the name, image, and likeness that, you know, these guys are professionals now, more or less. And so I changed my opinion. I was going to go around. James, we'll start with you. What's your opinion on, you know, just how he performed and then the situation? First of all, Spencer <clears throat> Spencer Rattler did look like crap. He looked awful. But unless Caleb's going to play offensive line, it doesn't matter. They ran yeah, – Exactly. They ran two <laughs> yards per carry on 28 attempts. It's just – no one's going to play quarterback in that situation and excel unless you're, you know, what we, I guess what OU fans thought Spencer Rattler was. And that's Patrick. the next coming of uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he's not. Um, no, so, he ain't that. Right. And and he's going to struggle behind that offensive line. The same way that um, A&M's off, the quarterbacks are going to struggle until they figure out how to put five guys in front of them that can protect them. But as far as getting booed, it's it's I wouldn't say it's shitty. It's I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it for the fans to do because those recruits see that those recruits that are on visits see that the recruits you see on Twitter. It's not a great look, Um, especially you're already trying to convince them to go to Norman, Oklahoma. Now, why would you want to go to Norman, Oklahoma and get booed? So it's a bad look there. But yeah, I'm with I'm with you, Jorfi. If if you're getting paid, it's on you to play better. And if not, you're going to get booed. Don't suck. I wouldn't boo him because I understand that that's a bad look, but he can't be mad about it. He understands the situation, I'm sure. Woody, what you got? I think part of that is, you know, it comes with the territory of being a quarterback at a super high level program, right? If If you're not willing to take the boos and the criticism, then you don't get the glory either, right? Because he came in as the number one overall pick coming into this year, ready to go. Like, And a lot of that, he didn't earn. A lot of that he got because he's the quarterback at Oklahoma, right? And now, if you're not willing to take the booze, then you're not willing to take – then you don't deserve and you don't, you don't get to have the rest of it, right? However, 
if I was a student or a fan of that university, I would never boo. I don't boo my own team. It's just a personal thing, but I also understand it. I understand, look, you're getting all this shit. You're getting all this glory, all this love. And that comes with the territory, but you have to perform to get it. And if you don't get, if you don't perform, they're going to turn on you real fucking quick. I would never boo, but I understand. And I'm not going to say, oh my God, they should never fucking boo. How dare they? Andy, what are your thoughts on it? Oh my gosh. Are y'all watching this game? Yeah, I just saw it. (laughs) No way he caught that. He Uh, only gets one foot in. He only got one foot in, but that was anyway. Uh, so I'm kind of like on all those sides, I guess you could say. Uh, did he get his hand in? No. Yeah, I, I, I'm not the person. I'm not gonna boo my team. But then again, that's sports, man. You know, every person in that stadium, it there's there, there's more dumbass drunks in that stadium, and that's sports. You know, that's sports. If you if you want to go to a D1, or if you want to go play high school ball at any in any sport. You need to be – and you want to be good at it. You got to be prepared for criticism. And, you know, most people, that motivates him. Hopefully, he's taking that as motivation right now, and he's, you know, taking that to next week. Oh, we're going to learn a lot about Spencer Rattler. It's either yeah. motivation or it puts added pressure and he starts, you know, clamping right. up and yeah. trying to – I will, I will. But, that, but, but that comes with the territory of being a starting quarterback at Oklahoma, at, at any college. You know, you're going to get criticized and – that's sports, dude. Another thing that we talked about, six-ranked lo- six teams lost, one of them being Clemson, and they're just getting devastated with injuries. My question to y'all is the ACC toast for the CFP. Absolutely. They're, well, it depends on what you mean toast. Do I think they're going to get one in, or is it – it's not impossible. I mean, they still have teams that haven't lost yet. Wake Forest, baby. Baylor. So impossible. Boston College. Wake, Wake Forest is lost. Boston College. Hey. Wake Forest has made me a lot of money this year. But, and I'll but, also say – Baylor football tweeted, we want Bama. <laughs> you know who tweets stuff like that? People that Baylor. don't play Bama. People that don't I'm play joking. Bama. That's right. You got him right. I'm, I'm joking. Or that Vanderbilt idiot. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, so the only undefeateds left for them are Wake Forest and Boston College. But, you know, I'm wondering, does – I think NC State's in the driver's seat because they've got to lose two conference games to get knocked out of the coastal or what to get knocked out of the play, uh, championship driver's seat for the ACC. Okay, but, I mean, they could win out. They're not getting in. I don't see how. Yeah. So the question is, if Clemson runs the tables and gets into the championship game, do you see them getting in? No, they're done. No, Clemson's they're out. done. You have two losses, you're done. They're done. Now, so an undefeated Cincinnati, an undefeated Cincinnati gets in ahead of them. That's where I was going. That's where I was going with you have two losses and you don't have the potential for a quality win. There's zero quality games left on that schedule. And so I I was pretty toasted when I tweeted that, but I was pretty serious that I believe we're going to find ourselves in a situation where a two loss conference champ or Cincinnati gets in this year. Cincinnati gets into what? The college football playoff. It's too oh, early to say that. I think. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely too early for that. But when you're when you're drinking alcohol, you start and you're upset about your team losing. You start going deep in dark places that you probably shouldn't be at. 
So, and then I sent this to y'all earlier. Most likely to happen out of the four and O teams. There's obviously more than this, but the ones that you know kind of caught us off guard by being four and O. Baylor makes the Big Twelve title game. Arkansas goes to New Year's Six. Wake Forest to ten wins, or Penn State wins the Big Ten. Gandy, you Wake go first. Forest to ten. Wow. I'm going to go first. It's Wake Forest to 10 wins. Yeah. Look at that ACC schedule. It's a joke. I, I think Wake that. Forest this is a is... fraud, though. Why? Yeah, but it, but it, it doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter if they are a fraud. Look at this schedule. I look. The ACC is terrible. And they have to what? Lose two games the rest of the year? That's not hard to do. See, I like Arkansas going to a New Year's Six. They got to beat Alabama and Ole Miss to do that. No, they just have to beat Ole Miss. That's true. They can can run the tables if they beat Ole Miss. They have to beat – okay, let me rephrase. They cannot lose more than two games the rest of the year. Or they can't lose two games this year if they want to go to a New Year's Six. No, if they lose two losses, we'll get them. If Ole Miss – uh, I mean, one of, of their wins would be all Miss because they also play Georgia. Okay. Yeah. If they beat Ole Miss, yes, I don't think there's any chance they beat Ole Miss. I think I wouldn't say any, I, chance, but I still think Ole Miss is what we thought they were last year. And I thought they were amazing this year. I, I have a very small bet to win a large size of money for Matt yeah, Corral to win the Heisman podcast. You know, and I was hoping that you think we lose to Ole Miss. Are we losing to Ole Miss? Yes, yes, 1000%. Yes, man, everyone's whatever the line will be, it won't be high enough. I don't think that quarterback's that good. I think you're wrong. Give me eight points, and I'll take a bet with you. (laughs) Eight points today, right now. Yeah, done. Eight. What do you want to bet? What eight? What we'll go eight and a half. No, what eight and a half. (laughs) I don't want to push. I don't want to push. Seven and a half, then, bitch. I know if our defense starts the game against. Well, you are a greedy bastard because you eight and a half. If I told you to put a line, you'd put it at like thirteen or eight and a half. Eight and a half, right now. We got it. What do you want? What? Whatever. uh, Kane's bet. Yeah, Kane's bet. Done. So put it on the board. Clayton, what what is your out of those four? What's your most likely? Wait, wait, we didn't we didn't get Gandy's. What? Oh yeah, G- Gandy. What is your most likely out of those four? I said Wake Forest. Oh okay, because he's smart. Now, if I moved that to eleven, what would your pick be? That's too much. That's what that you, you want him to go one loss. That's a- okay. Let me rephrase that. If I moved it to making the the ACC title game, I think ten and two gets him to the ACC title game. So. That's a maybe. I mean, they, they, they have to play Clemson and NC State still in mm-hmm. Boston College. Yep. They sure do. Yeah. So, I the, the Baylor one was just for shits and gigs. I know that. Baylor's I, not going to the Big 12 championship. No, I, I get that. So, who's your pick to go to the Big 12 championship game right now? Yeah. <laughs> Texas? Right now. Pick two teams. Oh, you it's OU. Yeah. Texas. 
That's yeah. my issue is I don't think Baylor's very good. But also, I have no fucking clue who the second-best team is in that conference. No idea. It's Texas. It ain't Texas. I don't think it's Texas. <laughs> I don't think Texas is good at football. I think Tech's just that fucking bad. Tech is a bad Texas, team. They beat Texas SFA by bad. six. Eight. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, they're not a good Wait, team. who did? Who? Tech, Tech beat SFA. Oh, yeah. They had to come the, back. And then the game before, I don't remember who they were playing, but they had to come back from behind. They they, a, they they had to come back to beat Houston. No, it wasn't. Well, that, that one, but then the week after that was like that, too. All, uh, well, they beat the crap out of FIU. Matt no, Wells, I mean, it wasn't Matt Wells is going to be the coach in college that goes from he- power five head coaching gig to high school football coach. What was, this, what? This, hey, this brings me into my point. Is everybody playing for third this year? I, 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 could, could I could pick out multiple things wrong with every team except for Georgia and Alabama, like glaring holes in every team. Okay, come back to me after the Arkansas-Georgia game. Do you think Georgia's going to get exposed? No, I don't. I just don't know. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have no. they been tested? I don't really know. I, mean, I don't know if they've been tested by Clemson. Our, our Georgia love off of beating – Off of Clemson. Good, good, point, good point. Good point. Everyone agrees is not a good team. So, get back to me after they play Arkansas. If they yeah. beat the dog shit out of Arkansas, all right, you're number two in the country. It's not close. Yeah. So that takes me to my pretty Baylor is just as good as any other second place team in the Big 12. Has just as good a chance as almost anyone else. Arkansas has to be win one game in my in my mind to make it, and that's Ole Miss. One Wake, game that they won't be favored in. Correct. One game they won't be favored in. Um Wake Forest, while it seems easy, they still have to play, you know, Louisville, Army, UNC, Clemson. I mean, the Army game doesn't matter for conference, but it matters for 10 wins. Uh, Clemson and NC State. That's just a lot of games to win for teams that I think are just good as team. It's a good they're, team. They're just as those teams we're shitting on are just as good as Wake Forest. That's where we disagree, buddy. Wake Forest is no better than any of those <laughs> other teams. Hey, Wake Thanks Forest. Wake Forest is good. Um, I think Wake Forest finishes with nine wins. Um, and then I think Penn State has. I think that's probably the worst odds of all of them just because of Ohio State being in that conference, in that division. Um, and you get through – even if you get through the division, then you got to go through somebody else. I mean, the other side kind of sucks, but – who are you picking to win the West, Big Ten West? Purdue, Iowa, Illinois, Minnesota, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Iowa. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Iowa's in it? Wisconsin. Is Iowa over there? Yeah. yeah I mean, Wisconsin's yeah. one and two. And I hate Wisconsin. Iowa's nice this year. No, they're not, <laughs> Gandy. <laughs> that team sucks. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I, I – God I, damn it. Dude, I don't know. Dude, that's like pulling teeth making me pick one. Gandy, did you just rip ass? Is that what that no, was? No, my, my dog did. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Yeah, I, I saw the, I I saw the lean. No, I saw no, the that's lean. That's why I look back at her. Look at her, her fucking bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of Pod Pups. <laughs> no, that dog does shit.
now we're done with the fun stuff. Let's get into this Texas A&M shit show. No, I don't want to. <laughs> two, t- takeaways, no. two takeaways from the game. Run game. the fucking ball. Zach Calzada ain't the answer. Game on. Uh, man. Well, first off, I want to ask y'all, what did y'all say after Arkansas's first drive? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I do, as soon as I saw that first drive, I thought we were going to be all right after watching offense on the first drive. I was like, damn, just mental errors got us on that one. And uh, I thought we were going to be fine. And then they went down the field and I said, oh, fuck. Yeah, me too. Um, Calzada ain't it. That's – that's it. Calzada ain't it. And I, and I get not run – or, no, I don't get not run. I've heard some people say, well, we had to pass a little bit because that's all we had was running, and they were just going to stack the bucks. No, but, we don't. No, I know. I know. But that's that's what I've heard from someone on TechSag today. But, fuck, man. I mean, do something different. James, what are your two takeaways? Um, we don't play good team football and we never forced them to stop the run. No, they never were forced to, there wasn't stop the run Mm -hmm. or else it was, ah, you stopped it once. I guess we'll throw it six times until we have to punt. Yeah. My, my two biggest takeaways, cause I knew where y'all were going with this was the O-line is going to be fine. Once Layden Robinson comes back, I thought he was going to be back this week. That's why I thought we were going to win. And then when he wasn't suited up, I said, Oh, I got news. That shit didn't matter. No, because the second half and what I'm getting at and why that was my takeaway, offensive line was serviceable once fucking Jameer Johnson. He's very bad. Okay, but that doesn't matter because if they're not sacking us, Calzado will sack himself, so it doesn't matter either way. Yep. I get get that. This is more about to death to be in that football game. This is more about the running running game. Not and obviously we have to, to make the decision to run the ball. But it, I, I think it can get close to what it was last year. Once Layden comes back, Kenyon goes to tackle, and then you have Fathery at the other tackle. Who's and then if Matthews trainer? comes back, and then if Matthews comes back, that's even more icing on the cake. But I don't ever, I don't expect to see that guy ever play a snap of real football at AM. Who? Luke Matthews. Oh, I thought you were about to say Calzada. So what's your ceiling and floor after this weekend? Ceiling is nine and three. Flora's seven and five. See, my ceiling's ten and two because we don't play anybody that who who is gonna beat us before Haynes comes back? Alabama. I don't give a shit yeah. about <laughs> Haynes coming back. Yeah, that's Haynes, ten and two. That's Haynes two. King is not beating Ole Miss. The ceiling is ten and two because yeah, it's possible. We're gonna revisit this in two weeks when no. Ole Miss is three and two. I mean they do have a tough two games ahead, but um, is it likely? I wouldn't put it like I, – I think we have, like, maybe a 20% chance of beating Ole Miss. But there's a chance, and so the ceiling's 10-2. and two. Yeah. Uh, so the floor is – You could go 7-5, and five and it wouldn't – it's not shocking. Mississippi State is not going to come easy this week, boys. I'm just warning you. Yeah, the, the, floor, right. the floor is low when you struggle this, poor, this much to play basic football. I got don't a care we'll how good our defense is. Oh, we're gonna be pissed off at halftime. I think our score <laughs> is eight, eight and four. Halftime, we're gonna be hot. We're gonna be texting each other. <laughs> so you're telling me, floor, floor wise, meaning 
Worst case scenario, we don't lose to Miss State, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, South Carolina. We lose four out of the six plus. I'm missing one. So you got here. Let me just go right here. Alabama. We could lose to Miss State. Who's our cross this year? South Carolina. No, our other cross. Missouri. 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 We're, not, we're not losing to fucking. You're t- you're telling me we our floor though is we go four and four in those games. Four four and three. I'm just telling you right now: Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, and then one of LSU or Auburn. I don't think either of them can beat us, but I met you halfway, and I said, okay, we might split one. I just think you're down. discounting what floor means. Floor means worst case scenario. Floor means Zach Calzada still can't throw a fucking We're not ball. losing to Auburn at home with Bo Picks. We could lose in Tiger Stadium. There's That's a strong point. chance Bo Nix isn't quarterback of that game. Uh, I saw TJ Finley in Kyle Field last year, too. Give me that shit all day. Yeah, but that was with, a better with more, he He had more talent last year at LSU than he has at Auburn right now. Hey, I mean, maybe on the offensive side, but not the defensive side. He also didn't have Tank Bixby. He gave up 20 fucking points to Georgia State. He didn't have Tank Bixby. But before we get on to the Miss State side of things, I'm going to force especially Woody because obviously he can't figure out anything positive. Give me one positive thing about this team moving forward in the season after watching last weekend. Because that's it's a lot harder to do than just sit there and bitch and moan. Um, I thought Ruben Fathery played very well, and I think he's a first-round pick one day. Okay, well, now I got to get a new one. Fuck you. Yeah, do you got something you like? <laughs> uh, our backup quarterback's getting experience. <laughs> 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 that's a very good experience. That's, that's better than what I was going to say. I was just going to say the positive is it can't get worse. That's true. Because I don't think – I don't think – if you take out who you were playing, I don't think we could play worse than we did. That's what I'm saying. And But if I really had to pick a positive, it's that Isaiah Spiller still has it on and – The best player on our team. Like, it's on him. I need to go first from now on. Okay. We had – wait, I, I, I had this pulled up earlier. Uh, Isaiah Spiller, I, I I had him ranked pretty high in my top 25 players this year, and I definitely undersold him. I mean, he – number two running back in the country. So, we had 20 completions. 11 of them were to running backs. 11. You can't throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, Isaiah Spiller well, might have to learn how to throw the ball. That dude is catch the, shitless back we there. We can't catch the ball right. either. We entered right. that game. Zach Calzada had the worst or the highest drop percentage on his balls. And part of that is because you're more likely to get yeah. drops when they're not 100% on target. You know, they're not on the body. Right. Also, he throws a fastball every fucking time. Did he you see no how touch hard he threw it to the fucking fullback? Yes. At like two yards, he has no touch. I'm grabbing him by the mat. (laughs) And I and I get that. That's a lot of the reason why. And drops aren't 100 on the receivers. But Jalen dropped throw a catchable ball. Jalen dropped a few really catchable balls, especially when you're losing. Yes, in big time moments, Jalen dropped some big balls. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's not like 
we haven't seen him make spectacular catches before. Last year, he had some amazing catches. A lot. He of also he also had the highest drop percent on our team last year. Jalen Meyer has hands problems. That's just a thing. See, I didn't notice. I didn't know that part. I looked it up after the game. So it was, you know, and I guess part of making the spectacular catches that he did, you kind of forget about all the drops. Last year, this year he hasn't made anything spectacular to hide the drops. He's got a hands problem. Yeah. You know, kind of going off the Ruben Fathery thing, I think next year is going to be – I don't think we're going to miss Kenyon that much. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's super versatile. He can play all the positions. But I think I saw enough against grown-ass men. Another thing that nobody's talking about is how many six-year seniors are on that damn team. They sh- they're going to lose 20 starters next year probably. But that's a lot of teams because of COVID. But, I'm, but they brought back more than most. I, I think every six-year starter that they could have brought back, they brought back. The only people they lost were underclassmen that – or not underclassmen, but uh, draft-eligible juniors or seniors that went to – that were going to get drafted, not starters that are coming back just to play football. Yeah. Um, I think the offensive line is going to be pretty nasty next year. Layton at guard, Bryce Foster either at guard or center, Deuce Fathery at tackle. Trainer looked be- a lot better at guard than he did at tackle. So I don't As- know. I do have a question, um, Andrew. Do we, if you had to pick right now, because you seem pretty fucking down, do we Graham, win? Do we win eight games? Do we win eight games? Yes. Okay. Do we win nine? He's he's either got to get positive on A and M or get positive on one of the teams he's been shitting on all year. Right now, he's got to make. A I hate him all so much. <laughs> Not nine's tough. Not. Okay, then this is just a good time to bring up that Andrew went zero and five in his picks this past week. So sure is. So take that. Hey, so we're, hey we're had to come back. Games had to come back down games. to earth at some point. We're not winning ten games this year. No. It wasn't much, but anyways, move. I'm done talking about that shit show. I'm glad we got it out of the way. Moving on to Miss State, their offense is scoring about 29 to 30 points, basically 30 points a game, 29.75. They're passing yards. Obviously, they're an air raid, 426 passing yards a game. They do have seven turnovers on offense, so they have put the ball. And most of them, most of them are fumbles. They have two interceptions from Will Rogers. Bill Rogers is the quarterback that replaced KJ Costello last year. He's thrown for 1454 so far, 11 TDs and two interceptions. Jaquavius Marks is a running back. He's not the number one running back, but he's extremely dangerous out of the passing game. He's had 31 catches as a back, and he gave LSU fits last weekend. As far as their defense, they're giving up 2.8 yards per carry on the rushing game and 71 yards a game. So we'll see how the running game works out 25 points a game, but they did. Let me rephrase that. I forgot to mention this in the passing game or the offense. They only averaged 62 rush yards a game, but they did rush for, I want to say 250 against LSU last weekend. And they're an air raid offense. And I will caution you when you look at it and see that they lost to LSU and it really, they had to score a late touchdown to make it close. 
they drove down LSU's throats the entire game, and they just could not get it in the end zone. They kept turning the ball over, having uh, missed field goals and shit. So they outplayed LSU last week, and don't get it twisted. LSU was lucky to walk out of there with a win. So, and then on defense, Manuel Forbes was a freshman All-American last year. Dude is a bad son of a bitch. Two interceptions already this year, and he's going to lock down – Whoever whoever lines up on top of him is not going to be open this weekend, especially with the way our receivers play. Getting into this weekend, what are y'all most worried about with them, whether it's offensive, defensive matchups or – Them? With what they uh, present to us. Them, I, I'm not necessarily – I wouldn't be worried, but if I do have a worry about them, it's if our safeties aren't ready. But with us – <laughs> I mean, clearly the biggest question mark of it's our our fucking quarterback. Yeah, Wait. and our line, our line. I'm his ass. Well, no, go go ahead. I'm not saying his ass was getting pressured. I mean, he didn't play good, like George said at all. But our line didn't play great either. I'm worried about Zach Arnett is an elite defensive coordinator. He's very very good. Will Rogers is not that bad. He is a pretty good quarterback. I think he's going to make smart decisions. He's not going to make mistakes. Mike Elko runs his defense on confusion and deception. I hope we can confuse him, but I think he's a really smart quarterback. And I think this is going to be a dogfight. I think we win, but I think it's going to be a dogfight. James, I think I think my biggest worry is our linebackers. Um, I'm really down on them right now, and one of the things they're worst at is coverage. And this team's going to f- spread you out and force you to cover with your linebackers against. And so I'm worried about them throwing to running backs, tight ends, everything that involves that. And then See, also, I I think that that's the only. Andre White in particular, that's the only thing he's been good at this year is pass coverage. Now, Edgerin Cooper and Aaron Hansford have been pretty pitiful in the passing game, but yeah. And the running game. Andre White's going to get a lot more PT this week, hopefully. I I wouldn't be opposed to putting some light linebackers in there. Yeah. Go down the depth chart and find your fastest motherfucker and put him in there. <laughs> I mean, nickel package should be base package this week. Yeah. Um, if they can run on our defensive line in that package, then maybe you adjust. But from the beginning, you got you've got to find a way to cover everything they're gonna throw at you in the passing game. Force them to force them to stop the run first. Run it until it does not work. And I and by does not work, I mean you are getting two yards of carry. Not ah, we only we got four every time. That's just you know, we can't we gotta open it up. We gotta try something big play. Like no so first down down the field. All the way, I don't care if it takes 20 plays to score. And that's my problem. Jimbo has never cared about that. And all of a sudden we do. Jimbo has never cared. Jimbo has always been content with saying four yards of carry. That's perfect. I think we're going to dominate the time of possession and we're going to fucking win. I think for the first time in his AM career, he freaked out about the defense and overreacted about trying to go. 
go score for score with the team. I think he was worried about his offense and they were like, we got to get ours because we're not, we're struggling. And he freaked out and got away from what they needed to do. I could be way off base there, but I think that's, that's the only thing that explains a guy like him doing what he's done for three or four straight years and then having this game where he was like, what the fuck? So I placed a bunch of bets on Monday because I like to get them before the lines move. Mm-hmm. I got Syracuse plus six against Florida State. I have Boston College plus fifth or sixteen against Clemson. I have Pitt minus three. Go Kenny Pickett. Let's go. Against. Still up, Kenny Pickett. Against. Oh, against Georgia Tech. I have Penn State minus nine against Indiana because Indiana's a fraud, and I refuse to not bet against them all year. Didn't you say Penn State's a fraud too? Yeah, but Indiana's a bigger fraud. (laughs) Penn State minus nine. Take it to the bank. Hold on. I'll find the rest. It's starting to get to that point of the year where I feel more confident with now that I've watched more football. At the beginning of the year, I'm really like, ah, fuck, I don't know. It's a lot of, you know, punches rather than substance. Oh, I was best weeks one, two. Yeah, because it was fucking luck. No, it was not. Now that there's more substance and you don't know how to read it, you can't hit anything. Wrong. I just know base. I just know football. Uh, Vanderbilt. 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 Vanderbilt minus fourteen against UConn. Dude, I'm gonna be watching the shit out of that game. Fuck yeah. Vanderbilt minus fourteen against UConn. I don't care how bad Vanderbilt is. A fourteen point line against UConn is just not enough. Uh, I have Auburn plus four. I think that's a field goal game either way. I have Wisconsin minus one. Really? All day. Michigan's a fraud. I just don't know how they score one point. I get it. I get it. (laughs) And lastly, I have UTEP minus four against Old Dominion. Because Old Dominion is dog shit. So I don't, I don't have all of mine in yet. But wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Did y'all see that Cincinnati are favorites against Notre Dame? No, they're not anymore. Oh fuck! I, I missed out on that two one. Right now. Hold on, let me see. I, as long as yep, Notre Dame, you're right. I got them at minus two. I'm getting on that right now. As they opened at minus one, and that so Notre Dame opened at minus one, and that's why I didn't want it. Cincinnati is minus two and a half right now. That's I guarantee you, I dude, that's my lock of the week. Notre Dame wins that game, money line. I don't want any part of it. I don't care. Cincinnati's not good. I don't have all my picks in yet, but I have two locks. That's Notre Dame money line and Wisconsin, Michigan under 45. I think it's down to 43 though, but I'd still take it. So when you say Cincinnati's not good. You're saying that Notre Dame beats them easily or it's a close game, but you think Notre Dame is better? Yes and no. I don't I don't think Notre Dame one of those two. <laughs> I don't think Notre Dame is gonna beat the shit out of them. I mean, I don't I, is it a one possession game? 
Yeah, I could see it. Would you say it's a one possession game? What would you bet a one possession game on it? Yeah, so if, you, if I was going to take as long as Notre Dame was minus six and a half or lower, I was taking them with the money line. But now that they're the dog, I'm taking the money line. So what I'm saying is put your money when your mouth, where your mouth is and take an alternate line. Oh yeah, that's even better. Because if odds. you think if you think Notre Dame is a better team in a neutral site and now they're at home, take an alternate line. I didn't even think about that. Let me go look at. Hey, let me see what the odds I can get on that. That's a good thought. I can't get an alternative line yet for Notre Dame. If you're going to get an alternative line, take Notre Dame up to minus five and a half or six and a half because they're winning by a touchdown or more. All right, guys, that's all we got for y'all today. Uh, hopefully, when we talk to you next week, it won't be so doom and gloom, and we'll be talking about AM's 45 to three win over Mississippi State. But unfortunately, we don't see that happening. We'll talk to you next week after A&M and Mississippi State and after all of my picks are good and Woody's your shit. New score prediction, 0-0 zero zero final ball game. They cancel I, after 10 overtimes because no one's watching anymore. I also love TCU plus four and a half.